Ladies and gentlemen and non-binary friends, welcome back to Nerd Explosion, the weekly podcast. We're based on a monthly topic, I don't know about whatever I want. As always, I'm your host, Cameron. Now, we are continuing Childhood Games Month, and unfortunately, this is going to be the last episode of Childhood Games Month, and I'll explain why in a bit. But today's episode, I kind of wanted to take it easy and just talk about some childhood games that I played as a kid and stuff that I grew up with, so that maybe some of you listening will be like, hey, I played that game too, I remember this from my childhood as well. Or just go over anything, like any old game consoles I had, because I covered... I covered learning games already. I covered, like, the really, you know, the kid computer games, and I covered the edutainment games, the learning games. But I just wanted to talk about, you know, actual video games that I played as a kid. Like, actual, like, you know, because sometimes you don't want to play a game to learn. You want to play a game to have fun, and that's what I want to talk about today. But before we get into all that, I do want to mention that the reason I'm doing this as the last episode of Childhood Games Month is because I'm just, I'm going to take a break for a week. I just need to recharge and because I have not even thought about the topic for August. So I just want to take a week to kind of brainstorm that whole idea. So next week, instead of like a normal episode, I'm just going to do a a radio episode of sorts. Uh, There's a bunch of uh, music that I've made, that I've personally made, that I just wanted to throw in an episode and kind of show off to you guys, so I'll put that, that'll be next week as I kind of recharge and think about what I want to do for August, but also, I want to remind you guys, new episodes of this podcast come out every Saturday, so make sure you're liking, following, you know, just do all the things that do all the stuff with podcasts, you know what to do, you go on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever you listen to, you know what to do, just click around stuff, Follow this podcast, make sure you didn't update it on new episodes. With that being said, let's talk about some childhood games. Now, there's no big structure to this episode. I kind of, I didn't, you know, plan anything to talk about. I didn't look up anything about, like, anything on Wikipedia or anything. I really just wanted to sit here and just kind of, you know, shoot the shit with you guys, just talk about some games. Uh, so, I want to start back with my very first experience with video games. Now, technically, my first experience with video games would be my at my grandma's house because she had a NES from when my dad and my aunts and all them were kids. So, she still had an NES in her basement. And I remember playing uh, the original Mario Brothers, I remember playing Duck Hunt. Uh, there was this game that was literally just called Kung Fu, where you go to the left of the screen, I believe. You just go to the left of the screen, and you just punch and kick people out of the way. There was another game that I remember playing. It was called Caveman Games, and it was basically a collection of, like, many games. It was kind of like Caveman Olympics. Like, one of them, you were facing off with another player, and you had the, like, it was like, it was called Clubbing. And you were on top of this cliff, and you basically had to knock your opponent off the cliff. There was another one that was kind of like a pole vault, except you had to see how far you could go. And I think one possibility you could land in a dinosaur's mouth. It was very, it was, there was a lot to it for an NES game. But yeah, just all that, I remember so much. I do remember, actually, there's a vague memory I have, and I believe this is from uh, 
one of my uncles, but there's a vague memory I have of playing uh, Dragon's Lair as a kid. Now, if you don't know what Dragon's Lair is, it's um kind of like, how do I explain it? It's, it's kind of, it's a movie. It's an interactive movie. It, it basically, it's a cartoon that just goes. And at certain points, you have to press a direction or hit the action button in order to progress. And if you don't hit it in time, then the character dies and you have to retry. And it's actually pretty fun. Like, I can download it. I think you can download it on uh, PlayStation Plus now because they have that as like a virtual console thing. Or at least you used to. I don't know if you can anymore. I haven't actively looked for it. But yeah, I do have a vague memory of playing Dragon Slayer. Now, if we're moving on to video games that I actually owned, video game consoles that I actually owned, the very first one, or the very first two video game consoles that I had were the PS1 and the Game Boy Color. Because I wasn't I wasn't one of those kids that was like that strictly grew up PlayStation or strictly grew up Nintendo. I was a little I was a good mix of both because I really liked PlayStation for like, you know, sitting at home and gaming. But I also liked Nintendo because of the Game Boy, because of the on the go thing. Uh some of the PlayStation games that I have here. There's one I forgot about, but some of the PlayStation games that I remember from my childhood are games like, you know, Spyro, Crash Bandicoot. I lost so many hours to Spyro the Dragon. I lost so many hours to Crash Bandicoot. Now, the thing about Crash Bandicoot, I actually did an old podcast episode talking about Crash Bandicoot, but I don't recommend going back to that because it's it's horrible. I don't like it. I want to redo it at some point in the future. I might do a whole month of Crash Bandicoot actually talking about it. But yeah, anyway. So the thing with Crash Bandicoot, I I never had the original Crash Bandicoot, like the first one. I only had two and Warped. And I actually 100%ed Warped. I don't know if I ever 100%ed uh, Crash 2, but... I do remember 100% it worked because I was really determined to 100% it. And I didn't 100% Crash 2 until very later in life when it came out as part of the Insane Trilogy. And, which I will say, the Insane Trilogy is definitely the major, you know, the best way to play the original Crash games. Because there's a lot of stuff that they that fixed from the originals, so... Definitely pick up Insane Trilogy if you're looking to play the original Crash games. Uh, Spyro was just as big as Crash Bed then, and Spyro was... like I think I did an episode talking about Spyro too, but in case you don't know what Spyro is, he's this dragon and he's constantly, you know, saving, you know, these different worlds from different threats. It's always different in each game. Uh, I had... Did I have the original? Yeah, I had the first Spyro game, and I had the third, which is weird. It's different from the Crash games, because, like I said with the Crash games, I only had two and three. With Spyro, I had one and three. I never played Ripto's Rage until, you know, Reignited Trilogy came out. And the thing with Spyro, too, is uh, Spyro 3, again, is one of those games that I 100%ed. I don't remember if I ever 100% completed Spyro, the first Spyro. I might have, but I just don't remember that far back, but... Spyro 3, I know for sure I 100% completed. Otherwise, it wouldn't be one of my favorite video game franchises of all time. And Spyro the Dragon, with, even with the PS2, when I had a PS2, I continued my love of Spyro with 
uh, a Legend of Spyro game. I don't remember what it was. I think it was Dawn of the Dragon. Whatever the second one is. The second one with uh, Billy West doing Sparks instead of um, David Spade or Wayne Brady. But going back to the PS1, uh, other games I remember from from my PS1 days. Now, this is going to be a weird one because a lot of people don't remember this, but I had this game, and it was called Real Fishing, and I'm pretty sure my dad got it for me because he's like, oh, well, maybe this will get him interested in fishing, and maybe I can take him fishing, which I'm not opposed to fishing. I'm just not going to ever go out of my way to actually go fishing. But real fishing, it was, it's self-explanatory. It was a fishing game. You go, you can go to different locations. You can catch fish. You can put them in the aquarium in this, this, uh, I don't know what it was called. It was kind of like a museum slash hall thing where you access everything. You can go to different rivers and lakes and whatnot. And it was basically a fishing simulator. Uh, another game that I remember so much and <laughs> I actually had to look this up one day because I was just like oh yeah I remember the game I wonder if anybody else remembers that game hey somebody remembers that game the game that I also played a lot was Digimon World I was more of a Pokemon person back then but I was kind of a fan of Digimon at the time as well and I had this game called Digimon World which basically you were this kid in the real world and all of a sudden, there was this Digimon from your uh, Digivice that called for help. So you got sucked into the Digimon world, and you had to save everything in order to get back to your world, essentially. And you got to you got you got your own Digimon. You had to train them. You had to you know feed them, and sometimes you had to pick up their poop, like legitimate legitimately. You had to pick up their poop because every time you fed them. You know, it, I guess there was some in-game thing where it raised, you know, the shit meter or whatever. And all of a sudden your Digimon would turn to you and it would make some noise with a little thought bubble over it that had, you know, some poop. So you had to get to a nearby bathroom. Otherwise, they would just shit on the floor. And the thing about this, you could praise them and you could scold them. It was basically like taking care of your own Pokemon or your own Digimon, but also with the aspect of, you know, saving the world basically it was a pet simulator but you also had to save the world uh what's another tekken 3 that's another game i remember tekken 3 this this game is what got me into the the tekken games if you don't know what tekken is tekken is uh a fighting game like think street fighter but better <laughs> i know i might have pissed some people off there but honestly yeah i i will take tekken over street fighter any day I actually had Tekken 3, which I look back at Tekken 1 and Tekken 2, especially Tekken 2 because it's part of the classics catalog of the new PlayStation Plus thing, and let me tell you, <laughs> those FMVs, man, I, I mean, Tekken 3, they were a little better, they were, they were bearable in that, but yeah, Tekken 2 just, ugh, nightmare fuel, I swear. Uh, two other games I remember, now... These were available for the PS1, but I had them for PC. Toy Story 2 and Tarzan. Uh, Toy Story 2 is actually, it's actually part of another game that's part of the classic catalog of the new PlayStation Plus. So if you have, you know, that tier, I I have a premium tier because I accidentally subscribed to 
uh, PlayStation Now a few months ago instead of PlayStation Plus. So with that subscription, I was subscribed for a year. And with that subscription, it's this was before they announced the whole new PlayStation Plus thing. And they told me, hey, you're going to switch over the premium. So I was like, all right, cool. So as part of a premium, as... <laughs> Sorry, I had to reset there. <laughs> but as part of premium, I have access to uh, the Classics catalog, which basically lets me play some old PS1 games, PS2, uh, PS3, and part of the PS1 collection was Toy Story, or is Toy Story 2. Now, I remember, I never beat this game, but it's still, it's still a pretty, pretty solid Disney game. It, you basically play through the events of Toy Story 2, which personally is my favorite out of all of them currently. I know 3 was very emotional, but Toy Story 2 ultimately is my favorite out of all the movies. And just to be able to play through those events was just really fun to me as a kid. And you'd have to play as Buzz Lightyear during this whole thing. Nowadays, the controls... Now, I re-downloaded because I wanted to try to beat it again. And I don't know how I got... Maybe it was because I had it on PC back in the day. But the controls, man, for PlayStation is just... It's, they're hard to, they're tough to get used to. It's very old controls and Buzz is kind of slippy, but you know, you get used to them after a while. If you you can get used to it, it's a very fun game. There we go. If I talk slow enough, I won't sound like an idiot. (laughs) Um, the other one, Tarzan. Tarzan was another Disney interactive game. And I remember as a kid having so much fun with it because Tarzan is like one of my top favorite Disney movies. And looking back at the Tarzan video game now, it's not that great. Like Tarzan kind of controls weird. A lot of the in-between levels were just kind of bullshit. Like there's a bunch of chase levels. One of them is you're Jane running away from baboons. There's one where you're Tarzan running away from elephants and they're not hard. They're just kind of, they're just kind of like unnecessary, I guess I could say like they didn't need to be there. They don't add anything else to the game other than maybe referencing a scene from the movie. And, but the speaking of scenes from the movie with Toy Story 2 and Tarzan, some of these, I think these came out just before the actual movies came out, or they came just they came out just as the movies came out in the theaters. So basically, if you had these games, this was the best way, one of the best ways to have access to the movie clips before you know the VHS or the DVD came out. I don't remember. I think around Tarzan. I don't remember if they still released VHSs or if they were strictly D no, they had VHSs because I remember having a VHS of Tarzan. I don't remember when they just stopped making VHSs all together. I'm just that old, I guess. But yeah, Toy Story 2 and Tarzan are two big games I remember from my childhood as well. This part of the episode is going to sound weird because I'm adding this in after the fact because for some reason at this point in the episode when I was recording it, Something happened with uh, my computer where the mouse just 
would not track. Like, I was using the trackpad on my laptop, and it would just not follow. So I saved everything, shut it down, and hopefully it saved everything. But to the point I'm trying to make, before I move on with the rest of this episode and talk about like, Nintendo stuff and all that, I wanted to talk about some more PlayStation games that I forgot to mention you know, previously. Uh, other, I had a PlayStation 2 as well. Like I basically had PlayStation consoles growing up. I started with a PS1, then I had a PS2, PS3, and I currently own a PS4 as well. I want a PS5 so bad, but they're just too damn expensive, and I just I can't find one right now. Or if I can find one, I don't have the money for it because they're still at $500. But anyway, like and some PS1 games I had, I had the original two Tony Hawk games. Now, everybody, I'm sure a lot of people remember the Tony Hawk games. This is actually where a lot of my uh, my music taste comes from. Because <laughs> seriously, every time I hear uh, Superman by Goldfinger, I think Tony Hawk. If you're not familiar with that song, it's the one that's like, So here I am, doing everything I can, holding on to what I am. Pretending I'm a Superman. You know, that song. That just it just reminds me of playing Tony Hawk so much. And uh, Tony Hawk 2, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 is another one I had. And I didn't, ha- I didn't have another Tony Hawk game. I, no, I had four for some reason. Because I got it weird. I, I got it a weird way. Because there was, a, there was a game I got that was labeled. I got it from a garage sale. And it was labeled as Tiger Woods PGA World Tour. And I don't think I have... No, actually, I didn't buy that for myself. This I was a kid at this point, so my grandma got it for me because she knew I played video games. So she got it for me, and even though it said Tiger Woods PGA Tour, it actually was a copy of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4. So I had that one, and then the next Tony Hawk game I played was when I had my PS2. I had Tony Hawk's Underground 2, which blew my mind because the only experience I had with Tony Hawk at that point was... You know, Pro Skater 1, 2, and 4. So, with Underground, just everything changed. Being able to walk around caused chaos. It's I got a lot of time out of that. I earned percent of that game, too. Like, I fully completed that to the point where you unlocked all the characters. You can you unlock Shrek as an unlockable skater. And it was just fun to skate around, cause havoc, and do whatever. Uh, while we're on PS2, some games I remember from my PS2. There was a game called Gauntlet that I had. That I played with my dad so many times. Uh, he always liked the the fantasy like RPG type stuff. Like we had that. There was a uh, Lord of the Rings game. I think it was based off of uh, Return of the King. It must have been. But yeah, there was a Lord of the Rings game, and where you play as you have like a whole cast of characters you can play as, and you know you go through different events in the movies. And he played that with me too because we're both big fans of uh, Lord of the Rings. So, I can't remember exactly what the game title was, but yeah, it was a Lord of the Rings game, and it was based off of one of the movies, and I, I believe it was Return of the King. But, yeah, I remember playing that. Uh, another one, Star Wars Clone Wars. This was basically all vehicle-based, but there was a point where you got out and started swinging around. Like I I distinctly remember getting out during one of the levels and playing as... Mace Windu. I just... I don't know really how to explain this game, but... It... You played through... Either you played through the events of Episode 2... Or you just played through a story... Based off of Episode 2. Or kind of like a side thing. Not related to... You know... The major plot of Episode 2. 
uh, what other PS2 games did I have? I remember uh, with my buddy Aaron, I played a Matrix game on the PS2. I think it was either Enter the Matrix or... Uh, it, I think it was based off of the first Matrix movie. Because I vaguely remember, you know, running around as Neo. Ooh! Sorry, I'm kind of jumping all over the place here with games. But I just... This just came to mind. On the PS2, the first Grand Theft Auto game I ever played was San Andreas. And I didn't actually play this on my PS2. I actually played it... Uh, I was babysitting uh, family friends or friends of the family, I was babysitting their kids, and the guy she was with at the time, they were divorced, you know, long story, doesn't matter, but they had a PS2, and they had Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, and so I played that, and that was my introduction to uh, Grand Theft Auto, and then I went on to play, the next one I actually played was GTA V, which I absolutely love, I definitely put it up there as my, one of my top games, and because of that interest in GTA V, I went back, and played uh, a little bit of Vice City. I have I have a save file going right now on Vice City. I still have to re-download it because I deleted it just because I wanted to get room, you know, make room on my PS4 for, like, bigger games that I want to play. Because, you know, games take up a lot of space. But Vice City uh, 3, the remastered ones, and while they're not the best, I know they were very poorly received when they came out, but... GTA 3 and Vice City Remastered is my first experience with those games. So, you know, there's that whole thing. Uh, what else in the PS2? I'm missing one. Jack 3. Jack 3. That was that was another game I remember. That was my introduction to the Jack and Daxter series. And I actually didn't play the first Jack and Daxter until well after I had already played through Jack 3. It was it, it was it's always weird when you have when you play like a later game in the series and then go then go all the way back to the first. But, uh, yeah, I, that was my introduction to the Jack and Daxter... Jack's, Jack and... Jar 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 Binks. Jack and Daxter series. Um, I never played a Ratchet & Clank game when those came out, because I think that was, like, PS2 era. I never played a Ratchet & Clank game when they came out. I didn't play one until the... Until I got it for free on my PS4. I got the version that was basically a remake of the first game but based off of the movie that came out uh, i think on on the the new playstation plus thing right now i can download some older ratchet and clank games not the very first one but there's like uh into the nexus uh up your arsenal uh there's there's a few on there there's a few good ones so i might re-download those later and i might play them now the ps3 I'm going to move on to the PS3 because I can't remember my whole collection of PS2 games. PS3, that was responsible for my introduction to like the Uncharted series and uh, God of War because I didn't play any God of War games until God of War 3. And then I went back and played the other two. Uh, Uncharted, like I said, this is my introduction to Uncharted. And when I got my PS3, I, was, I had to be like 8, 9, 10... So I I was definitely a young, young teenager when I got my PS3. But that was my introduction to the Uncharted series. I actually got Uncharted 3 with the PS3. And then I went out after Christmas and bought the first two. So I played through the first two, then played through the third. And I absolutely love Uncharted. I've basically, I've beaten all of them so far, 100%. Except for Lost Legacy. I have not played Lost Legacy yet. I could download it for free because of my PlayStation Plus thing right now. So I might do that later. I might actually download Lost Legacy because I really want to play through it. 
but I basically have played through Uncharted, or every Uncharted so far, which, with the PS3 being my introduction to Uncharted, and like I said, I absolutely love Uncharted. Um, like I said, it was my introduction to God of War. Uh, <laughs> now, I got a funny story about a game I actually played on the PS3. Uh, PS3 was not really my first introduction to Mortal Kombat. Like, I knew of Mortal Kombat, but I didn't actually play a Mortal Kombat game and own one until I had my PS3, and I had uh, Mortal Kombat 9, which I remember because I had to bring my mom with because I was probably 16, 17 when I wanted to get it, so obviously not old enough to buy it on my own. So I got it, and, you know, I played through it, and I absolutely loved it. I love Mortal Kombat. I would definitely sit down at a party and just be like, hey, let's play a match of Mortal Kombat. Now, funny story with this. Uh, I tried, I had to play, this is around the time I got my first, I first got the PlayStation Plus membership. Back then, you know, it was free, essentially. Actually, I don't know if it was free at that point. It might have been, you know, I think I paid like 10 bucks a month for it, but whatever. Anyway. So, I got the online thing, so I decided to play an online match in Mortal Kombat with my little sister, my sister Amanda, sitting in the living room with me, and I was I was playing this match, and I was getting really frustrated at this guy, because I think the match I was playing, it was one of those guys that does online matches, but like, really knows how to spam attacks really fast, so I basically could not get attacks in, and I'm just sitting there like, fucking god damn it, fucking bullshit, fuck, and my sister's there just filming me the entire time, I don't know where that video went, but she, there's a video somewhere, probably on an old computer that is just junk now, so it's lost forever, but there's a video of me just sitting there swearing at the TV, because I was just getting so pissed off for this person I was playing against, uh, another funny thing about Mortal Kombat 9, they introduced, uh, this thing called, well, I think they had the crypt in other games, but they had this thing called the Crypt in the game, and it was basically where you could go in and unlock stuff and, you know, concept art, costumes, or whatever. But the thing with the Crypt is that you were, it's you started out outside and you had to go up to these different gravestones and spend points or whatever to unlock stuff. But every once in a while, this little demon thing popped up, you know, right in front of the screen, basically took up the whole screen and just screeched. First time I saw that, scared the shit out of me. I was just like, oh, God, fuck it, what is that? What is that? I don't like it. Uh, what is that? <laughs> but yeah, that scared the shit out of me. And they kept doing that from like that game on, like with the crypt. They just had different uh different monsters that would pop up. I I remember uh what is it? Mortal Kombat X, I believe, had the one where you basically walked through first person along a set path, but there would be moments where like you turn around and something will attack you. And the first one that scared the shit out of me, I turned around, and out of the darkness, I could not see this thing coming until it was, like, right in front of your face, this wolf just came out of nowhere. And I was, <laughs> I was in, so I was in my first apartment when this happened, and it was, you know, quiet in the apartment with my wife and uh, my brother-in-law, who lived with, lived with us at the time. I'm just sitting there playing, and all of a sudden I'm like, no, oh, dear God! And everybody's just like, ah, what happened? I'm like, the, the game scared me. And they're just like, seriously? <laughs> so, yeah. They kept that going. Uh, back to the PS3. What other games did I have for it? I had this is the first time I played any Assassin's Creed games. I had the the first two games. Uh, a little thing with the first Assassin's Creed game that I've always had a problem with. It's supposed to be based in uh, like the Middle East, kind of right. Everybody has an accent, like Altair. Like, uh, you have to assassinate this person, blah 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 blah. And then Altair is just standing there, like 
yes, I will assassinate the guy for you. Like, he has the th- most English accent out of everybody there. It just, it bothered me so much why everybody else has, like, a Middle Eastern European accent. And he's just there, like, yes, I will assassinate this guy. I will make the assassins proud. Like, come on, dude. At least try to put an accent on it. Um, oh, yeah, Assassin's Creed 2. Uh, did I have another one? I think I may have played, I may have borrowed the uh, the third Assassin's Creed. But the ones I actually remember owning were 1, 2, and uh, Black Flag later in life. Now, Black Flag, I still haven't beaten 100%, but Black Flag was another one that I remember very fondly. It just, you know, Assassin's Creed was just a really great game. Um, what else? I think, yeah, there was just a lot I remember with the PS3. I was, I'm definitely a PlayStation person, but like I said, I grew up with Nintendo. Uh, now that I'm done rambling about Nintendo, let's, or PlayStation, now that I'm done rambling about PlayStation, let's move on to Nintendo. Uh, another, now let's move over to Nintendo, because I did mention too, that besides a PS1, one of my first video game consoles was the Game Boy Color. I had so many games for that Game Boy Color. I had, of course, I had Pokemon games. I had Red, Blue, and Yellow when it came out. I had, uh, what else did I have? I had a game called Lucky Luke, which you played, at this, you played as this cowboy and you went through different levels and you had to, you know, fight bad guys and all that. And I I only remember that because somebody brought it up on Reddit the other day. Like, somebody shared a thing. It was it was actually... It was in an unrelated uh, subreddit, too. It was in the r slash One Piece subreddit. And somebody was like, oh, if, you know, this person with this devil fruit, with a shadow devil fruit, you know, somebody shoots their shadow, does it hurt them? And they used a screenshot from the game Lucky Loot. And I was just like, oh my god, Lucky Loot. I remember that game so much. I remember how bullshit it was because <laughs> there was one part, I guess I sucked as a kid and I didn't know what I was doing half the time. So I died pretty quickly on that. Uh, besides the Game Boy, moving on, besides the Game Boy Color, I also had a Game Boy Advance growing up. And with that, of course, I had more Pokemon games. Uh, I had Pokemon Pinball too. I had the original Pokemon Pinball, if anybody remembers that. Uh, I had Pokemon Trading Card Game, which I think I talked about in uh, in Pokemon Month. But in case you don't remember what that is, Pokemon Trading Card Game, it's basically like the normal Pokemon games. Only you're dealing with, you know, the trading cards instead of actual Pokemon. It plays out literally just the same. Like you fight these different leaders in battles, but they're all card battles instead of, you know, actual Pokemon. It, you know, it's like you're going around and playing the actual Pokemon card game. So that, I remember, that's what actually got me into, really into the Pokemon training card game for a while. Like, to the point where there was, like, a tournament going on at a Toys R Us. And I think I've told this story before. Uh, there was a tournament going on at a local Toys R Us by me, R.I.P., the legend. But there was a tournament going on, and I was like, Mom, Mom, I want to go to this. I want to go to this. Please take me. And she's sitting there like, fine. So we went, and then I saw how many people there were, and I got threatened, and I was like, okay, Mom, let's let's go. And I never participated in this tournament at all because I was just, I was, I was really threatened. It might have been anxiety, too, which... 
is probably where my anxiety all started. But yeah, that's what really got me into the training card game. Uh, what else did I have, have for Game Boy? God, I can't remember. I had a Dragon Ball Z game. I can't remember which one, but I did have a Dragon Ball Z game for the uh, Game Boy. I forget what it was called, but you ran around as Doku and you did different stuff. I just, I can't remember the name of it. If any of you know what the name of it is, just, you know, let me know on social medias or whatever. Uh, but yeah, I had that. Um, I had a Game Boy video game when um, I got my Game Boy Advance SP. If any of you remember what Game Boy Video was, it was basically... So, on Game Boy cartridges, they partnered with different... Like, Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network to release, like, a few episodes of a cartoon onto a Game Boy cartridge. And the one I had was Fairly Odd Parents. It had uh, two episodes, and I forget what the two episodes were, but the big episode they had on it was uh, Information Stupor Highway... The episode where Timmy, you know, writes the love letter for Chertsey, but he doesn't want to send it, but his parents end up accidentally sending it, so he wishes himself into the internet to get it back. Meanwhile, you know, while this is going on, he loses his computer unprotected, so that Crocker eventually finds out that Timmy is in the computer, you know, goes to chase after him, finds out about Cosmo and Wanda, and then tries to release the information to the world, so Timmy has to stop that. But it was... God, every time, I swear. I don't know if any of you heard that in the background, but there's always somebody that has to run their rev their stupid engine every time I record an episode. Like, we get it. You have a small dick. We, we get, get it. it. But anyway, back to the topic at hand. Uh yeah, the Game Boy videos, they were they weren't the best quality at all. But they were just, you know, they were they were fun. They were quick ways to have, you know, your favorite cartoons on the go. Uh, what else do I got on this list? Game Boy games. Um, oh, Smash Brothers Melee. That's what I wanted to talk about. So, obviously, Super Smash Brothers is a big game. It's It got its start on the N64, and, you know, it's become a huge thing now. There's tournaments about it. Uh, the first time I played any Smash Brothers game was at a neighbor's house when I was maybe seven, seven, eight years old. Uh, they had a GameCube upstairs that I got to play because I was, you know, I needed to be entertained. I was bored and I didn't know anybody in this house. So I played uh, Super Smash Brothers Melee. So Melee was my first Smash Brothers and it made me fall in love with the series till so much that eventually when I, you know, as a kid, when I got the Nintendo Wii, one of the first games I wanted to get was smash brothers brawl and i played the shit out of brawl let me tell you i unlocked every character it was so quickly i i um uh, i got all the trophies i got i basically got everything i put everything <laughs> i put everything into uh smash brothers brawl because i just i loved it so much i dare i say Super Smash Brothers Brawl is probably one of my favorite Smash Brothers, you know, games of all time. Ultimate being number two for me. Ultimate is is pretty good too. It's just because it's so big and there's a lot to it. But Brawl will always be number one for me because it's well, Melee 2. 
I suppose. No, if I had to put it three, number one would be Brawl, two would be Melee, and then three would be Ultimate. Because I just, you know, Brawl is the one I spent the most time on, and I just, I love it. Uh, speaking of Nintendo, I, like I said, I had a Nintendo Wii as a kid. I think I got it around when I was uh, 13, 14, and of course, you know, there was Wii Sports. Uh, we had a couple Just Dance ones. Uh, the one game that I remember getting early on was Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. Now, I will talk about this in, you know, a later month because I want to do a whole Zelda month, but... Uh, Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess is my number one Zelda game of all time because it's the first Zelda game I ever played and the first Zelda game I ever completed 100%. And it just holds a special place in my heart and I love Twilight Princess so much. Like I said, there's going to be a whole month where I talk about Zelda, so I'll go more in depth about Twilight Princess then. Uh, what else did I have for the Wii? Uh, I had... I had gold... <laughs> I had GoldenEye 007. They made a GoldenEye for the Wii. And it was weird because it was basically the same GoldenEye that came out for the N64. The only difference is it was obviously New Age. And they replaced uh, Pierce Brosnan with Daniel Craig. And it was it was actually pretty, f pretty fun from what I remember. It wasn't great. It wasn't the greatest game, you know, ever. Some of the dialogue and stuff was a little crappy but for what it was it was you know it was a pretty solid recreation of GoldenEye and you know I I liked it I liked it I didn't absolutely love it but I liked it um moving mo trying to think of other uh Nintendo Wii games that I had uh WarioWare actually a lot of these games I still have with me like I still have my Nintendo Wii with me because I took it from my parents' house. So I currently have it in my apartment in a box right now. And I've thought about selling it, but I don't know if anybody will take it in the condition it's in because my Wii, right now, it won't read discs. So I need to get a thing for that to clean it. And it's missing a few panels, but it still works. Like, it still functions as a Wii. But, you know, I might, I might rehook it back up. I might just sell it. Who knows what I'm going to do with it. Uh, I suppose the last thing I want to mention, because I'm just running down this list and I got to the, I'm at the last thing on this list, was the time I had an Xbox, because this is just, you know, this is just before I moved out. This was within the last year I was living my, with my parents in 2015, before I moved out. I bought myself an Xbox 360 because, you know, I wanted to give Xbox a try. I wanted to switch brands for a little bit. I still had a PS2 at the time, but I wanted to I wanted to switch brands. So I got myself an Xbox 360, and I, I pretty much had some of the same games that I had on PlayStation on there. But other games I tried was obviously Halo, which, I mean, it's a fun game. It's just, you know, personally, just not for me. You know, I, I can see the appeal with Halo. I can see why a lot of people like it. I just... You know, it's not for me. It's like Call of Duty. Like, I can see why people like it. It's just not for me. And it's just not that great of a game. I'm <laughs> I'm sorry if that makes your butthole tight. But it's just, it's not for me. But that's the Xbox. Um, one of the games that I tried for the first time when I got my Xbox was Banjo-Kazooie. 
this was the the re-release on Xbox because it originally came out on the Nintendo 64, but then uh, Rare, the company behind it, got bought by Microsoft, and then later in life they they re-released it as a virtual console game of sorts. So I got to play Banjo Kazooie for the first time, and it's it's you know I just see why it's a lot of people's favorite game. I absolutely love Banjo Kazooie, and if I could still play it now, I definitely would. Which is why I regret giving away my Xbox. I don't remember if I gave it away or I sold it, but I still kind of regret giving away my Xbox. And I've thought about buying uh, my next console being an Xbox. But, you know, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, what else did I have with my Xbox? Oh, I, I just thought of one. I had a game called Naughty Bear. <laughs> this game, let me tell you. It's, I think the premise of it is that you play as this bear who got invited to this party by these other bears and then got embarrassed, you know, just royally embarrassed by these bears, you know, humiliated. So what is your response to this? You become a serial killer and you have to sneak around and kill all these other bears. You know, you had a certain number of bears to kill in a level and you could do it uh, multiple different ways. And yeah, you just had to set out and kill these bears. It was just a, it was so adorably gruesome and I loved it. Maybe, maybe I'm a sadist or what is it? Sadist, masochist. I don't know. Maybe there's just something wrong with me, but <laughs> the whole time I'm playing, I'm just like, yes, yes, die. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Naughty Bear, uh, I tried mobile games, too, that they released for the Xbox, like Plants vs. Zombies, uh, Assassin's, there was some Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed games I had for it, uh, yeah, it was just a fun time, uh, I don't know, I, I really can't think of anything else I want to go into, or at least nothing that... You know, I won't talk about at a later day in a more in-depth episode, you know, themed around a certain thing. But I just wanted to, you know, talk about some games that, from my childhood, that I remember. And hopefully, a lot of these games you remember from your childhood as well. Uh, if you know any other childhood games that you guys maybe played as a kid, and you want me to check out, or you want to, you know, talk about it, uh, let me know on social medias. Link tree is in the description. Also, you know, also in the link tree, there's a there's a link for the whole um, anti-abortion thing. If you're as pissed off as pretty much everyone is about the whole Roe v. Wade thing, there are ways to help. So, top of the link tree, there's a link that goes to all kinds of resources where you can do the help out. Just you know, go there. You know, help make a difference. It really helps. Uh, also, in the link tree, like I said, there's you know different podcast links there's my social media links there's just all that stuff just you know click around you know see where everything takes you but i'm gonna call it an episode i i enjoyed this memory this <laughs> god i i've been talking so long i'm tripping over my words i've enjoyed this trip down memory lane so much and i just you know it's it's fun to reminisce like i said in a previous episode with these uh, these old games, I just like going back and like seeing stuff about them, or seeing videos, or seeing uh, playthroughs on YouTube of people going back and playing them. 
And it just, it reminds me of a simpler time when, you know, everybody wasn't at each other's throats constantly and the world wasn't in as much chaos as it is right now. But yeah, no, it just reminds me of a simpler time and I just, you know, I, I love reliving that. Yeah, but with that being said, I'm going to call this an episode. I hope you guys drink plenty of water out there, stay hydrated. It's important to stay hydrated. I hope you guys are doing positive things. You guys mean the absolute world to me, and trust me, you matter. You know, whatever it is you're doing right now, you know, it's working for you. You go, girl, boy, person of indistinguishable gender. <laughs> I've been Karen, and as always, I will see you guys in the next one. Nerd out. <laughs>